brother. We back at it again. Round two. I got some gnarly fucking rhythm for this one and then a really dope drum and bass track. Were you a fan of rhythm before it was rhythm? Um, like subfiltronic early days kind of deal. Yeah, you know how there was kind of like that weird, like how rhythm kind of just popped out of nowhere. But if you look back at old dubstep songs, it's like, oh, that was rhythm before it was actually called rhythm. Yeah, I think there was this thing where like rhythm's actually kind of a joke, right? Because like rhythm <laughs> just means rhythm and it refers to like reggae dance hall music. Yeah. But then these dudes in the UK were like, let's start calling our dubstep rhythm because like, why not? And then people started actually taking that seriously. And now you have like people calling tear out tunes rhythm. And I feel like rhythm's just not even really understood that well on the broad aspect. But um, yeah, yeah like I, I technically was listening to rhythm before it was rhythm but like fuck rhythm bro rhythm's such a <laughs> shitty word for, for it's like because it, it's it's like misappropriating a culture right because like rhythm actually has like to do with dance hall music and reggae so it's like i don't know people kind of just took that and we're like let's use this word for our own meaning yeah i kind of i'm i have like a love-hate relationship with it because if you get into a nice good wobbly like a good rhythm one like something that's a little bit more complex than just a, a single fucking sound playing over and over again for four minutes straight like there's a few good really good rhythm tunes out there but a lot of them low-key don't mean to hate on rhythm but i am gonna hate on rhythm it all sounds the fucking same call me old yeah, but it sounds fair. the fucking same or it's I just okay you. sorry it doesn't sound the same it does but it's well, just it does sound the same when you get the artist and they're like using that fucking quarter note sound <laughs> and the variation in sound design doesn't change very much. It's just like, well, I just my problem is I just I just get bored with it. It's like, OK, you've uh, played the same thing for 16 bars now. Like, are you going to change it? And it's like a 30 second note difference, like one little added sound. And then, OK, another 16 bars, the same thing. It's like, where is the excitement? Like what keeps me engaged with this song? Or do I just need to be on like all the opiates in the world to actually enjoy this to its full potential? Yeah, honestly, I seriously <laughs> feel that to a limit. There's also like, I feel like the best rhythm DJs I've seen are the dudes that are like mixing four tracks at once and they're like fucking going in on their double drops and triple drops. But that's drops how you keep chopping constantly. Yeah, so like that's where rhythm I think could be fun. And then that, but a DJ really has to care about their performance in order to pull that off too. Lots of people aren't out there doing doubles and triples they're just playing song after song like even me i'm guilty of mainly just playing song after song when i go yeah. and dj so yeah i am too i don't know i just i like i said love hate relationship with rhythm some stuff's really fucking cool but like a lot of it man i just find it it gets so boring and just repetitive right well these tracks i got here though uh accios derma crush and versa bluetooth they're both the fucking most disgusting rhythm I've heard in a while. Akios has signed a black label and Versa has been getting some releases on Circus Records. I think Funtcase brought Versa up into the mainstream. I recognize the name. I definitely have a few of his songs, but I can't remember any at the top of my head. I got, I just got way too much fucking music, man. It's hard to keep track of everyone. Fuck, don't even get me started, bro. My but, uh, library is fucked. <laughs> Let's jump into this one here Derma Crush by Akios and check it out.
Yeah, that one's like that's what I'm talking about though. Like, you know, that one's it's not just one sound repetitive, like repeating for the entire entirety of the fucking song. It's actually got there's actually a lot of shit going on in that one. So like that one's cool to my ears. Yeah, I I really like that song. I like that song because I can't even explain how he did any of the sound design in that drop. And I feel like that's what really inspires me when listening to music is like, whoa, how did Buddy do that? Because like I then want to try and do stuff like that. And it's it's fun. That's good times. Just a Way lot better of- than listening to like some Wub song where you're like, oh, well, I know how he made that Wub. Yeah, <laughs> just a lot of crazy sounds that all sound good and just putting them together fucking 64th note style or, you know, just spastically crushing shit together until it sounds good it's crazy it's almost like he has like some gnarly pitch automations going on in there too and it's like it's fucking unreal how you could get the weird pitchy shifting sound but it still sounds so clean yeah it's like what yeah what do you what do you got on the go you just put out that remix for i cannot remember the name of the guy uh, Drum and bass a Soro. I haven't actually dropped that yet. It's going to be dropping on January 1st. Oh, um, yeah. Because I guess he judged his remix competition on December 16th, but I didn't end up winning, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. And I think... I don't know when he's dropping his album, but I wasn't going to do like full uh, streaming platform drops until well after his album had dropped because I don't want to like steal the spotlight. I mean, he owns the copyrights to the song after all. So that would be a super dick move if I were to be like, Oh, here's my version before yours is even out. But, um, no, I call that a boss move, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just don't want to step on that ground at all. But, um, I think, yeah. So January 1st, I'm going to drop the song and then whenever his album comes out, I'll have my song come out on all streaming platforms shortly after wicked, wicked. And you just threw out a new mix as well. Yeah, the Christmas mix. I'm actually working on a heavy as fuck Christmas mix right now, too. So that last one was the chill one. Now we're going to get into some crazier, heavier sounds. Nice. Get people get people headbanging for Christmas. <laughs> fuck yeah. I mean, there's no better time, really, right? No, yeah, there really isn't. And I fucking, I got a little idea going down the other night, too, for an intro on a D&B track for something that we could possibly use. So I, I'll probably have to send that to you. So you Ooh. Can, uh, you can listen to that. Oh, I'm very curious. Yeah, fuck. I'm trying to wrap up all these songs with Ross. Like we have uh, like 10 songs that I'd say are pretty much done. And like they're construction wise, they're finished. And now I'm just learning. And also we've sent out a few to get mastered, but I'm trying to learn the same techniques that the guy that's mastering it is doing. And holy okay, shit, like it is, it's just so tedious. So I don't really know how many we're going to get mastered by the guys. Cause like what he's doing, he's showing me pretty much every single step of the way I'm learning a lot. It's fucking cool. I'll have to teach you some really cool tricks, but um, also like we didn't really construct the songs in the greatest way possible. So it's a bit of a ball ache for him and uh, trying to do his techniques on our songs. is like, okay, I get why you kind of low key hate me right now because fuck, we just like didn't really do what he wanted. We're just, it's just different the way that he's usually done stems and stuff and done work for other people. We're just doing it completely differently, but he does really fucking good work. So it's kind of like, eh, I don't is this know. Woofax you're talking about here? No, or... not Woofax. It's uh Robin from Brown and Gammon. Oh, okay. Sick. Yeah. You dude... were talking to Woofax a little bit though, right? You had a master track or something. Yeah. We had him do duel of the fates, but that was literally my first time ever like stemming out a track and I just did it so fucking wrong. So, I mean, the guy could only work with what I gave him, right? And uh, he, he did, he made it sound fucking sick, but there were just like a lot of sounds that weren't exactly how we wanted them. And I didn't want to just like keep on coming back at him and being like, hey, like, uh, could you actually change this? I just, you know, I didn't really want to be a thorn in his side and just be like, I don't like it. I don't like it. So we got it to like a, I think he only did like three revisions or something. And then it sounded good. And like, that's the one that I played out um, at the one party there. And like, it goes off. So I'm happy with it. And there's more songs to come, but yeah, like I'm learning how to do stems better now. And like, fuck, I wish I knew then what I know now. So I could have sent them to Wolfax and like he, it would have just been that much better, but it is what it is. There's more songs to make and, They'll just be better in the big future. Big old learning experience. <laughs> yeah, dude, right? Like, still fairly new to this and trying to just, like, even just, like, asking Woofax to fucking, like, do a song for me. Like, that was a huge step for me because I've always, I've been a fan of Terra Vida since, you know, 2009. So 
it was just, I don't know. It's just weird. It's kind of weird just thinking like, holy shit, like someone that I used to fucking like worship when they were on stage is like doing a song for me. So yeah, it's, it's actually so sick. <laughs> Wufax is the fucking man, too. He was like the heart of Teravita. The fact that Teravita is still running without him, just I, I kind of despise them for it now. It's like, you guys aren't anything without Wufax, you <laughs> fucking losers. Like, <laughs> they haven't really put much music out in quite no, a while. They, they, they haven't. They've been trying to ride the DJ wave, but it's like, you guys actually suck. I hope you know that. <laughs> like, <laughs> ruthless. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't comment on that. But let's jump into... Yeah, sorry. I, I have my own little opinion there. I just respect <laughs> Wufax way too much and the shit he went through with those other two guys. Bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you, man. I've, I've heard the stories as well, but it is what it is. Now, back on the subject of headbanging. Let's listen to some good music. Oh, let's yeah. do it. I got a good one for you here. I think you'll like this. This is called Looking for Trouble done by the clamps and with nuclear mc Check that, check that. You had checked out, checked out. 
shit. Yeah, fuck. Like, imagine how sick it would be to have, like, if there was, like, a super crazy MC out in this area. So all I've always kind of dreamt of, because, I mean, I've been playing fucking shows since I was 16 years old. So we're, we're coming on almost six years this summer. And um, it's just like, yeah, it's one thing I've always been missing from my DJ sets as an MC. I've had rappers offer to come and rap for my sets, but it's like it's not really the same having a rapper as an MC because rappers are always trying to steal the spotlight whereas MCs <laughs> have literally worked their entire life to learn how to MC over DJs so it's like it's a different game I don't yeah know. there was a like back when I first started getting into the whole rave scene you know DJ Kane uh, Kane one yeah so he used to have guy MC 420 and he used to come by all the bush raves as well and I think he played a few shambalas with him and that guy was pretty fucking buck wild from what i can remember i have some like old videos from like back in 2009 of those two at a bush party and yeah 420 was just going off and like the whole crowd i was back filming the crowd and it was just a fucking madhouse dude like that guy had that yeah yeah like how to describe it like a uk mc energy when he was going off I haven't really Man, seen i love those <laughs> i love the actual uk mcs too there's something about the uk accent it just gets me so hyped <laughs> yeah fuck some of them are so goddamn annoying though fair enough actually <laughs> i guess like yeah you could you could definitely say that well yeah maybe annoying is the wrong word but, a but lot the of ones them, that are hype they're hype yeah a lot <laughs> of them just like overdo it and then they're just like oh stop it and they fucking they do the rewind thing which i get it's big in the uk but like fuck off with your rewinds just let the music play i don't know i never got I mean, the rewind speaking thing. of annoying mcs though not related <laughs> to uk did you ever did you go to shambhala like consistently every year kind of thing or i went from i've been 10 years in a row starting in 2008 okay but then i missed the last i missed the last few years i can't remember if it was 2016 or 2017 but jaws played at the village and he was fucking he he got on the mic like every 30 seconds trying to say something over his dj set it's like bro you're not even a prop, like you're not a proper MC. Like you did not come to listen to you speak on a mic. <laughs> was that like the the throwback set that he did? I don't even know what it was. I was just fucking high as fuck, rolled into the village, <laughs> was stoked to see Jaws because I fucking love Bass House, and he was just he was not killing it. Huh. The music he was dropping was fucking decent, but then like he'd get on the mic when you're trying to vibe out, and it's like this isn't this isn't right. He'd like cut the music too mostly, so it's like you're not even listening to the music and him. You're just listening to him. It's like yeah, yeah, that could get annoying. <laughs> but I'm totally guilty of doing that at little bush parties too. Sometimes just get way too drunk and just start screaming shit at people. Yeah, but no, you're nowhere <laughs> near as bad as him. He was That's like literally thirty seconds consistently on the clock getting on the mic it was fucking crazy trying to like be z trip mind you z trip the way he does it it kind of works yeah i fucking remember when z trip brought the rain bro i was there oh so actually wait yeah that was fucking crazy that was so crazy yeah he was playing uh what is that really that fred v and graphics song and then it started raining and it had to do like you feel me feel it too something goes like that i don't know how to say it Everyone's so fucking hard. Anyone that knows that song is probably just like, you idiot, it's this song. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's, should we jump into another rhythm here, boy? Let's fucking do it. Play Versa. All right, let's go for it. This one is called Versa Bluetooth. Bluetooth connection success. Terminated. 
Reminds me of uh, like some robotic Djosta. Man, I I don't even know what that song makes me feel, but it's it's something. It's it's like I want to go like just roll around in the mud and like, <laughs> I don't know, just be at one with the bass of Trombolo when it's raining. That's what that song makes you want to do. Just be that guy that's inchworming through the puddles. Yeah, no, it's that's one of my favorite things to see is people just like doing the worm through big puddles like that. It's just like, bro, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why? Yeah, there's some you pretty crazy been... videos online of people at festivals doing some weird shit in the mud now. I follow a lot of good pages from, uh, pages on Instagram from like the UK and like a lot of drum and bass ones. Like, yeah, we see a lot of crazy stuff at the festivals out here, but like some people at drum and bass events out in the UK is just a whole nother level of fucked up. It's British fucked up. So, you know, it's really bad. <laughs> you know what I'm Get saying, dude? Out of their minds. Fuck, there's some gold out there, man. I'll start sending them to you when I come across good ones. But yeah, it's just it's a whole different level of intensity and partying out there. I can imagine that fucking they probably got some pretty crazy pure drugs too. Yeah, you would have to think, right? Or maybe not though. Maybe it's not pure at all, and it's just as cut as over here, <laughs> or worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know though. I would I would like to believe in my mind, without any knowledge on the subject, that they have better drugs over <laughs> in, in in Europe. I'm curious yeah. to know. I, I guess we'll have to go there and find out, Galen. Yeah, we'll go to Tomorrowland and we'll <laughs> fucking <laughs> do some Fuck. Belgian drugs. Oh yeah, it'll be a time we'll never come back. We'll be lost forever. <laughs> right dog i'm gonna jump into another one here this is gonna be another heavy dnb tune i've just been on a fucking heavy dnb tear lately and this one is one of my all-time favorites this is by a guy called sinister souls from somewhere in europe actually i'm pretty sure he's from i don't think he's from the u.s but this one's called pleasure of pain and it's gonna get your dick hard real quick
Galen. That's yeah. Wait, sorry. <laughs> fuck. I zoned the fuck out there. I see Jesus that. fucking Christ. <laughs> just tapping away on your. Like, fucking. Ah. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. I have. I have texting issues. You see, you start messaging someone, you get deep into it. But also that, like, <laughs> subliminally, was still listening to that song. One hundred percent. That was fucked. The Reese is in there, dude. I tried Unreal. to once. Once upon a time, I tried to just like see if I could try and recreate this song. Or just like some of the sound design aspects, and not even a fucking hope in hell. Like that song is so intense. Yeah, I've never even tried recreating a song to tell you the truth, and I don't think I could do it. I suck at music. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, no. I just like I flow though. It's like you, I, I, I do what I need to do. You know, like there's no. I don't know. I can't explain it. There's not like there is no method to my madness. Basically, like. Every time you make a song, do you try to like construct it a different way or do you have like kind of a format that you or like just a structure that you follow when you make a song? Um, it really depends. Like it doesn't. Uh, yeah, it, it depends on the moment. Like sometimes I'll start with basses first or drums or I'll start an intro. Like it, it really just depends on what the vibe is or how I'm going into making a song. I guess like if I was to bootleg a track or try and make a remix of something, I'd go and like isolate vocals and then try and layer some basses underneath the vocals to maybe come up with like a rhythm that I can fuck with and then throw some drums in. But when it comes to like actual original music production, like there is no right way to start a song for me. It'll, it'll happen in a bunch of different ways. I find I always, 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 always have to start out with just a good set of sounding drums, kick, snare, and some hats and some cymbals. And from there, I can really start playing around. I usually go into sub next and then sound design stuff. But as soon as I get like my drums and my sub line, I try to just warp it around that. And then usually I come out with something sounding fairly okay. And then small tweaks here and there in certain areas. Fuck but yeah. I just yeah, that's a pretty common way to to do the music production. I find when it comes to bass music, I've tried um, it with other ways, but just that's I just it doesn't never works out for me. I always have to start out with the drums. Yeah, what I've 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 haven't talked to too many different producers about it, but I've noticed everyone kind of just does their own thing in a way. So it's it's interesting. Yeah, it's like who would have guessed that there's so many different ways of doing something, but all achieving the same goal. Yeah, facts. <laughs> facts though. <laughs> you know. Oh, it's actually fucking weird. My buddy, um, he doesn't like using multiple racks or not racks, sorry, he doesn't like using multiple buses for like so if he has like 10 instances of serum, he groups them inside instrument racks and he has everything playing in one bus. And he says that works better for his workflow because then he can control all the fucking volume through one channel. I mean, I'm guilty. I've definitely done something like that before in a few songs. I really like having everything in their own separate buses. Like by the time I'm done a song, like I'll easily have over a hundred channels every single time. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that one song that I got with Ross, like we have like the bass group, but we have like his bass group, my bass group and like his other bass group and my other bass group, but it's all, all a lot of processing is just under the one group of everything and then the separate groups have like maybe a few extra things or tweaks here and there but it's on that one too like yeah like you said we have like 174 different channels all together in that song and most of them are the bass but they're all the bases are grouped into just one processing bar pretty much like yeah honestly and that's the way ableton was intended to be used too like that's why they put out grouping within groups too so you can have independent channels doing processing for a bunch of different sounds and you're not fucking wrecking your cpu yeah i've seen producers and they have like excess things on every bus like they'll put an eq on every single bus when that eq could just be applied to a group and just do everything at once and it's like why do you have 50 eqs bro yeah Well, it could be because like, okay, let's say for the basis, for example, we have a group there and we want to cut it a hundred Hertz, but maybe some sounds are like a bit gnarlier and you just kind of want to dial into that. I don't know. I kind of do that not on everything, but definitely like a few sounds. If I have some off sounds that are kind of just a little bit whack with everything else. For independent EQing, it's understandable. But yeah. I mean, like if someone wants to cut their sounds at 200 Hertz and they have an EQ on every single fucking serum instance for 200 hertz and then their bass sub bass underneath underlying it's like it doesn't really make sense to have like 10 different eqs when you just have one yeah i guess i don't know there's a million ways to skin a cat right but if as long as the bottom line is as long as it sounds good then it sounds good 
facts. I'm just all yeah. those CPU usage because my computer sucks. So. <laughs> That's totally fair. <laughs> totally fair. What are you running for a computer? Uh, I got like a fucking one of them like Acer Predator pre-builds. The it's, it's kind of shitty because like I got a super good graphics card. I got like an RTX 2080. Oh, wow. I got 16 gigs of RAM. It's just that I'm running an i7 8 core and it's not the greatest. Like it's not the worst. There could be a lot worse. Could be running an i5. Like, I don't know. I could also be running an i9 or like a Ryzen 9 or a fucking Threadripper, and that would be leaps better than what I'm on. So I just look at it in terms of like how better could it be, you know? Because I even have issues where like if I have a loaded project, my computer will start glitching out a little bit and it gets kind of annoying. How much does it even like I don't know much about computers and processors in general. Like, what would it cost for you to get the next processor up? Um, well, unfortunately, because I got the pre-built Acer computer with the the housing, like the case I have on the outside of it, it doesn't uh, fit the motherboard that I would need to get a new CPU. So I'd be looking at like basically a full like um, PC upgrade. I was thinking about it though, and I'm probably gonna do it in the near future and just actually build one because Nvidia just put out those greasy new graphics cards too, like 3000 series. So cop one of those maybe. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. Fucking Manu, bro. Let's get it. This boy's from the Netherlands. He's a fucking murderer. He has full support from Noisa. And um, he's like, in my opinion, the biggest thing in drum and bass right now. He's fucking unreal. This one's called Non Plus. That kind of drum and bass is so cool because uh, like I'm just listening to it on my flat response headphones and it kind of just sounds, you know, a little bit plain, but I know that this is just on the headphones. But if you hear something like that on a massive sound system with a big sub wall, that shit will fucking kill you. Oh, no, facts. Dude. There's <laughs> you know so I mean? much fucking crazy frequencies going on there. Yeah. That's one thing I've wanted to kind of learn how to master too, because people like Amanu, I don't know, like they've they've reached that level of production where they actually understand harmonic splitting. And there's this fucking thing I've heard about that artists do where you add harmonics onto your sub and it it creates this like fucking crazy effect and it just makes everything pump harder. And I haven't figured out how to do it yet. Like a like a what kind of what do you mean when you say harmonics? Like a white noise? 
or just like, well, no, like so you'll have like another layer on your sub sort of but it's like a mid-range layer but it's not even mid-range because you know how like subs hit it like i don't even know what it like fucking i guess like you don't really want your sub going below 30 hertz to be honest you get really muddy frequencies below there but like so like 30 hertz to 84 hertz is like your clean ass fucking sub range yeah and then anything over that is like your your mid-range harmonic frequencies that start picking up so i've heard of artists that like add a bit of that mid-range onto their sub and it allows you to hear it through the headphones a bit better too similar to like because people put hard curve saturation on their sub so it pumps through in headphones and it feels harder but like you don't actually technically need hard curve saturation beyond that like because you could use other like i don't literally just turn up the fucking volume on your sub (laughs) and it slaps on a subwoofer Cause like a subwoofer puts out that low frequency. So if you have it, it doesn't matter, but then you can like add harmonics on top of it or whatever. Again, I don't really know too much about it. I've only fucking heard a little bit about it in like tutorials and stuff, but yeah, I've, I've never really heard of that either, but I'm kind of curious to kind of just maybe look into a video of it and see what it's all about. It seems like an interesting subject. Yeah. Speaking of interesting subjects, have you heard of sin? Oh, yeah. He's fucking from Montreal or something, I think. I'm not 100% sure, but Buddy's a murderer. Dude, he's so fucking good. I think he's probably up there in the top three favorite producers of mine, and he has been for quite a while. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. The thing that, like, I noticed, because I found him fucking when he first... Or, like, I don't even know if it's when he first started putting out music, but if you go back on his SoundCloud, he's only had stuff up for, like, two or three years. Two years. So the question is, who was he before? Well, either that or like, or yeah, like what is his connections? Because his first release is like a Feed Me Headshot remix. Second release is a fucking Nero Doomsday remix. Third release is a Noisa Machine Gun remix. So it's like, okay, this guy just remixed three. Oh no. He he clearly has to know people. Yes. Plot twist, it's that sick. Whoa. This is the original. (laughs) Yeah, that would be fucked. No, it's definitely not, though. His profile picture shows him. He looks like just some nice young guy from Montreal. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's funny. Like you said, like he kind of just came out of nowhere two years ago, but like right out of the gate, his first song is just an absolute fucking destroyer. So like the guy has a like intense background of music production so like what was he doing before who was he before i'm so curious maybe same deal as bear girls like he was someone's manager low-key just making music the whole time too yeah i don't know i don't know something like that but uh yeah this song is this one's one of my favorites because i fucking grew up listening to marilyn manson back in the day and you know this guy does the most intense metal flips ever and this one is uh this one is called this is the new shit and i remember playing this song out a few times this summer and it just it slaps so fucking hard man let's check yeah Bitch, bitch, rebel, rebel, party, party, sex, 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 and don't forget the vibe. 
violence Blah, 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 got your lovey-dovey set And lonely stick your stupid slogan in Everybody sing along Everything has been said before Nothing left to say What would be the ultimate collab if you were to collab with somebody? Uh, well, not Skrillex. Skrillex is too good for me to ever collab with, but I want to. So, like, but anyways, uh, Excision. Excision. I believe someday I could be good enough to collab with Excision. I think Skrillex is so far out of my league, it'll just never <laughs> happen. But, uh, yeah, the ultimate collab would definitely be Excision. What about you, bro? If I could get one with Sin, I would be I could die happy. <laughs> Fair <laughs> he dude, yeah, he's like he's so cool. He is, you know, like when I first discovered dubstep, like when I first discovered excision, you know, excision was always the like the heavy metal of bass music at that time, right? And I grew up playing heavy metal. I was in a band playing guitar. So I went through this weird transition where it was like strictly metal, strictly metal, like metal or fuck off. And then I went to Shambhala and I was like, whoa, there's this whole other world of ba- like bass music. And obviously I was drawn to the more heavier side. So, and now Sin comes along a few years later and he's literally making music that I want to be making like metal infused bass music. I cannot fucking stress to you like how fucking cool I truly think that is. Fuck yeah. The combination of It's one of a kind for sure too. You don't, cause like, I mean, Sin's doing like that mid tempo vibe still, but he, He's doing it in his own way, which yeah. is super sick. Yeah, he's got his own style, and it's just, it shreds. <laughs> it's fucking sick. Yeah, I think fucking, man, like Sin, um, Sin, Death Pack, 1788L, and Rez, that would just be such an insane collab, too. Like, Fuck. holy fucking hell. I can't even hell. try to imagine what that would sound like. It'd be uh, nuts, I, though. I can't even. <laughs> it's just insane. All three of those artists are, like, so special. Fuck yeah, dude. Well... That concludes another episode of the base cast with your boy Rogue Effect. Thank you for doing this, bro. I appreciate you taking time out of your day. And uh, yeah, I'll link down, I'll link your new mix in the comments below and all your socials as well. Sweet. Sounds good. Well, thank you for having me on, man. Bless yeah. up. And, anytime, um, anytime. And we'll be working on some music here soon once I finish all this other stuff with Ross. Yes, for all you listeners, there is a bunch of crazy shit coming. Like, you have no idea what everyone has been working on, and it's going to be unreal. The Coonies has got something special for y'all. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for next summer. It's going to be it's gonna be really interesting with a lot more new music from everyone. Yeah, it's crazy, too. Because, like, it's, it's awesome. We've, like, fully established our group, and we're, we're all going to do it. It's dope. Yeah, and just all the, all the collabs. Like, yeah, I'm stoked for the bush raves, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Anywho, I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, thanks again, dude. Take care. Have a good night. Hell yeah. Have a good night too, man. Later, dog. Peace out. <laughs>